Hello and welcome to Beyond the Bio. Today I am joined by a former guest, Jason Greystone, who you may remember told us all about his success with YouTube. Well, Jason is back and this time he's sharing his podcasting success. Those of you that know Jason will know that as well as being an entrepreneur, an investor, a great YouTuber, he also has his own wildly successful podcast, Always Free. You should definitely check it out if you haven't already. You'll find it in all the business podcast charts. In this episode, Jason is sharing with us some of his key learns from podcasting over the last few years. This is such a valuable episode for anyone that either has their own podcast or is thinking about starting their own. Let's get stuck in. Jason Greystone back again this time to talk to us about your podcast. Tell us a little bit about your podcast, Always Free. Always free. Yeah. So basically, in about 2018, I started hanging around with a lot of entrepreneurs because I um, I didn't have much else to do. <laughs> and I, and I, I thought, oh, this, you know, what can I do to help my self-development? And I started, I started working with Dent, who we both have mutual contacts at, and I started doing some of their accelerator programs and stuff. And the idea was I just wanted to learn how to start talking to camera and share some information with people about some of the stuff I was doing. And in doing that, I was getting an insight into a lot of entrepreneurs' financial situation. And I realized that a lot of them were just shocking with money. You know, they were great at earning money, terrible at managing it. And they seemed to feel like they had little to show or they they didn't have as much to show for what they thought they'd earn. And they thought they'd be somewhere else by now. And anyway, from 21 years of age to 29, I'd kind of worked my way out of the rat race, if you like, using various different strategies. And the saying always free came from whenever we'd like organize out for dinner or friends would go, oh, you know, you come around one time or we have a barbecue one time. My answer, but everyone had work and it was like, oh, when are you free? When's your holiday? When's your, and I would just say, oh, whenever, mate, I'm always free. You know, just let me know. And it was like this saying and everyone was like, what do you like why are you always free like you are you a drug dealer or something. <laughs> and uh, it just became this thing always free and it stuck. It stuck. But since then, after talking to all those entrepreneurs, I started putting together this, this process of what I'd done in my 20s, and I started helping people with it. And Always Free then became a bit of a affirmation. It was like, Always Free is the place that you get to when you're free of choice and you're always free. You know, you're free from societal beliefs and opinions. You're free from the banks telling you how to spend your money. You're free mentally. You're free to choose how you spend your time on the planet. You're free geographically and uh, always free. I'm always free. And it's like an affirmation. I'm always free. You know, no one controls me. No one dictates my life. And it became this great kind of tribe of people that were listening into the teaching. And I started sharing it for a newsletter. And then one day someone said, look, I can't read very well. I'm a bit dyslexic. Is there an audible version? So I thought, I'm just going to read this to a to a mic. And it became always free the podcast. And uh, on launch, it went to number one in three categories. And what caught my eye the most and really kind of took me back was the reviews. You know, there was a lot of there was a lot of connection with the audience. I realized I'd given a lot of, you know, people had got a lot of value from it. Uh, there was a lot of heartfelt reviews and I just thought, wow, this is really, really fulfilling. Special. It's really fulfilling. Mm. And yeah, and that and that was it. Was there a strategy that you used to to get it to 
launched so well for top of three categories or three country or whatever whatever you said that, that that's pretty cool when it's just started out how did you do that yeah um the strategy was i built up a lot of hype behind it so i the newsletter had been going a while and i said look if you love the newsletter wait till you hear the podcast so i built up a lot of hype and then i kind of signaled back to the marketplace that a lot of people were interested knowing that people want what other people want i'm always kind of aware of that when i'm launching products and then i did this whole strategy where i created like the first three episodes in one hit so i could release three in one go and what that means is people are going to spend a long time listening binging on the launch so the goal was to get as many people listening and rating and reviewing the podcast in the first three days of it launching. And I knew that if I could do that, that would trigger me into the new and noteworthy on Apple Podcasts, which then it would stay there for six months, but it would also start triggering up the charts. So that was the goal. And the way that I did that is record three episodes in one. So that takes care of the of the binging, the retention rate, bit like YouTube. The next thing was to get people to sub rate and review and all that kind of stuff, right? So I ran a competition. I said, right, when it comes out, if you want to win a free session with me and you know, a t-shirt and all the rest of it, make sure that you sub rate and review, leave a review. Once you've listened, listen to the first three, let us know what you think in the ratings and give us a rating and the review and all the rest of it. So we did that. I also reached out to some people that I knew and said, look, would you mind sharing it? Other people like affiliates with decent size followings not not mega followings but like people i knew in that entrepreneurial group so if you've got anyone that you've ever spoken to that's active on social media just ask them to to share it and i did that if you've ever featured on anyone else's podcast get them to share it because you know chances are they will unless they're really horrible people so i did that and then i did this whole leaked thing where i published it and it went live three days earlier than I said it would. And then I was basically, people were messaging me going, screenshotting it, it's out. And I was posting that on my stories to, again, signal to the market that people are listening first. People want what other people want, so they start listening. And then as they're listening, I'm asking them, I'm saying, I'd really love it if you could let me know what you thought of it. And then they're sending me amazing episodes, you know, all these messages, and then you're, you're screenshotting that and putting it up. So. We just built up a load of hype on the launch, basically, and got people to listen to all three episodes. And uh, like you, it's like watching the stats, watching the watching the thing. Oh, I know. I wish I'd bloody spoken to you a few weeks ago because <laughs> those are such great ideas. And, you know, obviously I'm encouraging people to, in fact, this is a great opportunity to remind people to rate, like, subscribe, yes. all those things. But, yeah, those ideas that, that you just gave are excellent. And I will be taking a note of those to use with my own clients because they're that's brilliant it, it also works on a on a relaunch so if, if you just did like a season two you can just do it then like it's it still it will still work what do you think about seasons because i have been i love podcasts so i consume podcasts i've listened to loads of yours actually i really like yours and i like how you always tell people to go back to the beginning with yeah. yours and i think when i first started listening to yours i think i did listen to like 20 or something over one weekend right. so so that that works but um, what do you think about this season thing? Because I'm now of the view that actually you probably shouldn't have seasons and that it's the consistency thing seems to be working well for me. But I'm really early into my podcast journey. What's been your experience of that? 
No, I, I'm the same. I'd rather keep it as one season. But if you if you feel like you need a spruce up or you've pivoted somehow or you want to relaunch or... I could do a birthday. If I keep going with mine and have no breaks, I can do a, a, a first year yeah, yeah, party. Yeah, exactly <laughs> that. But you can... So a season, you know, I guess it works for some people. For me, always free is like this universal principle of being always free. And it's about, yeah, universal principles of wealth creation. So it's like, it doesn't need another season. But if you feel like your niche could do with a season change or something, then it's a great way to do a relaunch because it's like a, a brand new thing. Uh, yeah. And for some people, I think it's, you know, a cost perspective in terms of you know I'm lucky you're lucky in, in the sense that we've got access to equipment very easily but for some people the, the cost might put yeah. them off and the time as well because to you know source great guests or think about what you want to talk about and to do really good graphics all those bits if you're doing it yourself that could take quite a bit of a bit of time as well so with yours yours comes out weekly but I noticed that this year you've had a massive gap yeah what happened? Yeah, so that's my relaunch. It's a bit of a breather. I wanted to hold it off until I started getting messages going, are you doing any more podcasts? And now I'm starting to get those messages. Now it's like I can almost do that hype thing again. It's like, right, it's coming. Season yeah. two is kicking off, but it won't be a season two, but it's like, it's back, you know, it's coming back. So that was a very deliberate thing. I was also focused on doing some other stuff, like I did the Chief Aim podcast, which is going on with Sebastian Bates, who's one of my business partners. You know, it, it's just given us some breathing room around always free, so I can come back fresh. Exactly what I just said. We'll just relaunch it, get it boosting and ranked again. So you're back to weekly now? Back to weekly, yeah. And sometimes it's it's you chatting and sometimes you have guests. Have you noticed a difference between what works best for you? Do you know what? It's weird because some people have really loved the guest episodes and some people love my episodes. The most popular episode was where I took my son out of school. That was That's still to date the most popular episode. But then on top of that, like I had Fanny Snaith, the money mindset coach in. That's been a very popular episode. So... I don't know. I, I guess having guests, you're able to share their expertise and leverage them as to share your podcast as well, which is amazing. So neither or I'd say they're both you know, both great. Maybe some of the, the raw ones are really good. You know where you just like, I know you mentioned costs, but a lot of my early podcasts, probably 50 of them were just on my, I was just talking into my phone. I was doing it on holiday. I was doing it on, yeah. So the first 50 were just all recorded on this and I would just do the voice note send it into the thing and, and it's done and when it's really raw like some days i wasn't going to do one and then i just have something and i just be like oh, i've got to talk about this and i just talk about it those ones receive the most love because they must connect you know they must connect with people so don't overthink it you know it's just whatever but what i would say is see what does work and then do more of that mm -hmm. that's obviously mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. uh, obviously makes sense that's definitely key so on the, on the reverse of that what have you seen when you've guested on other people's podcasts has that been a great strategy to bring people to yours yes obviously reciprocation right so whenever you do something with someone they feel like they owe you a favor that's just how we are so i think that's definitely been not so much a strategy but it's allowed us to get into other podcasts and other opportunities and get in front of other audiences leveraging other people's brands is a is a great strategy if you can do that have they come to you or have you gone to them mixture of both i would say we we've only just started actively seeking podcasts for me to feature on we've been open to that the whole 
time having people on. We always make sure that they align with the values of the podcast. We get contacted a lot. You know, we've got this great guest and he's like started this Fortune 500 company or whatever. Sometimes it's not quite, you know, it doesn't sit right with me. And we only have people on that we feel. We don't, we don't try and put round pegs in square holes or whatever it is. We, we try and keep in our lane. It's, it's a bit of both. What approach do you take when you're pitching to go on maybe a podcast that's bigger than yours at the moment? How do you persuade them? Do you share your stats or what, what is it that makes them say yes? Yeah, we say like if you've had a certain guest on, you can use that as leverage. If you've had, you know, so-and-so has come on, they're like, well, their ego takes over, right? So well, if they're on, I'm going on, you know. <laughs> so you can use leverage of people's names. We kind of position it in a way where, look, I love your work. I would love you to help you get your message out, how it's changed my life to more people, to my audience. I'd love you to come on. And I've got this many followers and this many so on and so on and this many listeners. That's a great thing. So there's that. And any way that you can get creative about leveraging someone else's brand is always a good idea if it fits with what you're trying to do. Yeah, nice, nice. Some great tips there. Do you have, I think feel like I know the answer to this actually, but you don't currently have sponsors on your podcast is is that something that you've thought about in terms of monetizing it yeah do you know what i have but the always free is about being always free so if i was sponsored i'd feel like it was i was under the restraint always free for a few grand an episode (laughs) exactly but with the you know the, the puppet master controlling what i'm saying which kind of goes against the whole thing i the beauty of always free is i talk about what i want to talk about and i'll say whatever i want to say and what i believe is the truth and no one's gonna tell me or sway my opinion so uh yeah i don't think i'll be taking sponsors on that one have you been approached by anyone that wants to sponsor it we've been approached by brokers and we've been approached by some trading platforms we've been approached by those types of people and it just doesn't it doesn't really fit could you see there being possibly a time where it did feel like a good fit? Maybe it's a product or a service that you do use or you do recommend, so it feels a bit more genuine? Do you know what? I'd be more inclined to align it with a charity or something, some kind of mental health charity maybe that allows people to free up their mental freedom and, and you know work on themselves. But, yeah, I can't think of a product or a service that I would take money for sponsorship for in order to promote yeah so. oh, good for you good for you and adverts are bloody annoying sometimes there's a i've been listening to the spencer matthews podcast a little bit lately because he's, he's had some great guests on but just when it's getting meaty it stops and then there's like car adverts and stuff right like, what? Yeah. that's really exactly. annoying exactly that's annoying. yeah that's that's another annoying thing it's just like yeah, this podcast is you have to kind of segue into the thing as well yeah it's n- never a natural fit <laughs> never <You> a natural <laughs> fit. yeah which reminds me these uh this drink always tastes better yeah, with, funny. yeah all, that, all that kind of stuff it's yeah. funny so what's next for the podcast then obviously bringing it back yeah being consistent yeah my, my idea for the relaunch is like wealth building in the 2020s it's like this is what it's about so current more current using today's strategies things like the youtube thing that's just taken place just eye-opening strategies that are there and opportunities that are there in today's modern age that weren't necessarily there in the 90s or the 2000 to 2010 say and then applying and using those strategies to 
become always free using some of the timeless principles that I've already spoke about. So more current, more on the pulse, I guess, is the direction for the next foreseeable. Nice. And finally, any advice for any aspiring podcasters who have been thinking about launching one and haven't got round to it or perhaps feeling a bit bit nervous, bit apprehensive? Yeah, first of all, don't let cost worry you because as I say, I recorded mine on my phone. If you've got a phone, you've got voice notes, that's it. So that's that. Graphics, you could just create a little square graphic with a title on it in Canva. That's free. So don't let tech and gear worry you. Start and then get better at the tech and gear later. But I would say a lot of people, so I don't know who's listening, but I'll take you, for example. (laughs) A lot of people are business owners have got successful businesses and then they decide to do a podcast. And it's kind of this thing that they just, I'll get around to it, I'll get around to it, I'll get around to it. And then they just do it put some time into the launch and do the build up and the hype and get the thing going like a proper something's coming something big is coming don't just launch and then go oh i launched on monday you know uh, go and listen build up before get excitement going before you launch it so put some effort into that and i would say that's something i don't see many people doing and that definitely worked for us and whenever we've done that with other people it's every time you know we got chief aim to number one as well so we did exactly the same thing so uh yeah just do that because as soon as you get that number one snapshot you've got a number one podcast yeah i absolutely love that that's that's been my key takeaway from this conversation because we did do a bit of a launch but actually we could have done it so much better and i think i'm gonna really think about those things that you've said and get it into some kind of a process that that we can share with future clients i guess that that are launching their podcast so that has been a real gem so thank you very much for that jason yeah it's been great chatting about all things podcasts obviously your podcast always free is available on all of the main platforms we'll pop a link to it in the show notes yeah in terms of social media instagram's the best place for people to find you yeah i suppose so that's probably the one i use the most you'll find me but just again beware of the, the scammers yeah you are not a scammer (laughs) you will not ask people for their money etc no 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 okay we will make sure we pop a link into your instagram also thank you very much thank you so much thank you for listening if you're serious about growing your profile take our free profile assessment quiz to see where you're at right now and get hints and tips on how to improve your score. You'll find the link to the quiz in the show notes. If you've enjoyed the episode, it would be mint if you'd subscribe, like, and leave a review. See you next Monday.